0: I don't chase, I attract. (laughs) Can't tell you how many times I said that this weekend. To remind yourself. That I don't chase, I attract.
1: As you're in a different city for a reason. What's meant for me? Well. (laughs) I don't chase, I attract. I don't chase, I attract. I just fly out to Arizona.
0: (laughs) I just place myself in the right situation for it to be attracted. And then wait. (laughs) That is the worst gut-wrenching feeling. That I told myself I would not... allow to happen anymore before when you're this trip or on this <clears throat> trip before this trip what's that feeling the waiting around like i yeah. don't do that
1: you know when this feeling i feel like a similar time we may have experienced this was in
0: tampa very much so
1: when we were like visiting a friend but also wanting to see guys who live there and then it was like wait
0: the communication was off and The expectations were not met. The communication is key in this entire situation. And if they're not communicating with you, you also have your answer. I think. Should we go? Do you want to explain the situation?
1: Um, Because I feel like I obviously know what you're talking about, but like... Okay, yeah. But like...
0: You know what I mean? When you're in the city of the person... I think there's like, there's a crazy in all of us that wanna fly somewhere in hopes that we run into someone. Okay, wait, 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 wait,
1: that's an extreme. Okay, I that's know, like,
0: I, I, that's somebody like, el- <laughs> this is not us, this is someone else came to mind when I was thinking of this. Um, because we always have that one friend of the group that you're like, babe, just stop, just stop, right? Like they're just placing themselves. Oh. Someone places themselves <laughs> in a situation on purpose because they know what's going to happen. And they're gonna hurt their own feelings. Yeah. Right? It's like when you like go when you like like when you're the universe tells you not to When you know to a guy is gonna be somewhere you, yes.
1: and you show up there, but you have they don't know you're coming, you don't have a plan of attack, you're just hoping for the best, and you get there and you're you ignore them the whole time. They don't tell <laughs> you and you're like, What was I just doing? Or you're Why did I come disappointed. Here? Yeah, and, and upset. then you're disappointed, you're expecting like some other outcome.
0: Because it comes back to we have position this idea in our head of potential and what it could be and what we want it to be and we're in love not in love but we love the idea of them without really knowing them or knowing they have no idea how we <laughs> feel because we haven't expressed that right yeah <laughs> there is always somebody in the group it's like if you not build everyone it up has in done your it. head
1: and you think it's like way more than it is
0: Yes, because you envision what this potential could be. And
1: meanwhile, the guy is probably like sitting around like doesn't even think twice about it. Doesn't like, even, think- even know what's going
0: on. Yeah. So as m- I'm not going to share a whole lot here, but um, I haven't I don't feel like I've been that person in a while where I'm going to put myself in that situation and hurt my own feelings. And this was something that was communicated to me. Hey, I want you to be here. I'll make sure you're there very different situation when it's like i'll make sure that you are there with me and then be ignored <laughs> <laughs> sir a i did not situation. sign up for this i'm kind of like uh i'm not here to be your bitch anyway <laughs> i don't ever want to feel that feeling again
1: it's the worst feeling when you're like anxious you're you have that gut feeling and you're just like waiting for them to respond to you waiting for that text waiting for the call and the you're like you know they're going to but it's just like when and it's like at that point you're ready it's over already like at that point it's like it's done
0: i'm just going to say my ego is bruised and i'm gonna be really vulnerable on here with everyone it's okay to have your ego i'm a little embarrassed but not at the same time because i felt good about going don't be embarrassed but i'll be transparent someone flew me somewhere (laughs) Now, I also had friends with me, so it was totally fine. But I wasn't busy enough. But, like,
1: imagine you had gone alone.
0: But, I mean, I guess he did say bring friends. I did think about this. I have been invited to the same situation previously. And he said, bring friends. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm independent enough. I can do my own thing. However, when you're flown somewhere, you expect to be with them. Correct? While respecting their schedule. Yes. My ego is bruised.
1: Okay. I will say most situations I agree that should be the expectation when it comes to professional athletes
0: all those rules go out the window or when you start to like someone it's different if like if I were to be in the same place and they are in the same place like we're in the same place same city you're like same city we're both busy and we meet up and it's the low expectations right it's fun I'm not gonna just be here for two hours that's not it.
1: Okay, I think the question of like, is this a wives and girlfriends weekend, or is this like so a boy? I got weekend, put in the wrong box. It's a, it's yeah.
0: I got put in the box I didn't want to be put in.
1: <laughs> I think you were hoping it was wives and girlfriends, and it was very much so. That's not the situation. With I'm those like, types I've been playing guys. the long game here. What's going on? But from my experience of having friends fully date guys like that those weekends are not the wives and girlfriends weekends.
0: But to be very honest, it's insane. Once you've been treated a certain way, you don't want to be treated differently or any less, right? You only want to be treated more. Yeah. And so it's hard to compare to that, whether it's one person that treated you a certain way or like certain people do nice things and then your expectations are there moving forward. You have to remember that is a different person. It's not the same person. Yeah. And so I think it's just like, fuck it's different when you fly to a city and they have an entire like I have flown to a city and the guy has the entire itinerary built out for me from start to finish and I'm like I appreciated that at the time but I appreciate it even more now yeah because I've seen what it's like to fly to a city and there be zero plans and I don't want this
1: if it makes you feel better (laughs) if it makes you feel any less embarrassed (laughs) let's not forget about the time I went to go visit a man And he had another girl come while I was visiting him. When he had his girlfriend
0: there as well.
1: I don't even think it was a girlfriend. I think it was another just side hoe. No. I mean, I literally was visiting him and (laughs) I met his whole fucking family and he had another girl over. So, Like, that's wild. The common theme here is we're over athletes. At least I am. I've very much been over athletes for a while now. I have too. I'm very proud of myself because... Young Nilu was Obsessed. loved, loved. Yeah.
0: yeah, I thought they were the ho- coolest, hottest things ever. Now I, I feel like what- I've been over it for a while, but it, it's just this one because we have a different bond together. That they they rope you back in. There you was know a special I mean? place, and I'm like, ah. Oh. I feel like, yeah, but you know what I mean. That my mind starts wandering. Like every single girl can say their mind wanders. You of think potential. it's going to be different. You think you're going to be it's not. You think that like.
1: You're going to be the one that they want to date. And no, they don't. <laughs>
0: they don't. They <laughs> don't. I was also drinking all day and I'm like, okay, well, I probably made a lasting impression to say the least. Scottsdale still um,
1: scaries are fucking real different thing. than the normal
0: scaries. I hate it. I just, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I'm really sharing and being vulnerable with you guys on my bruised ego and we're on the up and up here yep and my voice is like completely gone and I don't it took
1: me why. a full week to recover from scottsdale yep. i was fully depressed all week when i got back fully <laughs> anxiety depression mental breakdowns yep. it takes a week to feel normal after scottsdale And I don't even know why because like nothing
0: I did there was even that crazy. It's just something about being there. There's something about, I'm like, this is going to be great. We're going to go like get a workout in maybe in the morning. It's happened every single time I've gone there. It's just because you go nonstop and you don't stop. And I'm like this, how do people do this and survive? Also, I will say, I mean, I love Scottsdale, but where are all the hot people that are guys? Sorry, but.
1: I'm trying to think if I remember
0: it feels kind of like a nashville what i'm expecting nashville to be like where it's kind of like everybody's bachelor and bachelorette party go to yeah there were a lot of that a lot of people visiting a lot of people a lot of transplants just temporary yeah um weekend visitors okay so here we are just really spilling it we're really on the up and up guys (laughs) (sighs) welcome back to one drink in you guys speaking of being on the up and up we have a couch we have furniture oh my God, we have furniture we are not a trap Even house anymore the and it's gonna be so cute you guys we're gonna post photos soon you guys so we obviously me and chloe are roommates and i
1: feel like when it comes to getting furniture for your apartment when you're starting fresh it's kind of hard to figure out like who's gonna get what who's buying like the big pieces and all that we found this like rental service you can rent it out month by month it's called casa one and it's just like an easier way to like split up the cost without even having to be like tied down to the furniture deal with it or like decide who's gonna get what and then you just end up with like mismatching like living room stuff so it's been a lot easier they came in they did everything we didn't have to build we didn't have to do anything. They
0: it was moved amazing. everything
1: in for us. It was so nice and ideal. And now we have furniture.
0: And also, like, when you're ready to move, they pick it up. Because at that up. point, like, your style is probably going to change. You're going to move into your husband's mansion okay, or, yeah. uh, you know, your boyfriend's place. And <laughs> then you guys are going to buy furniture. So you're not even going to need furniture. Yeah. So it's perfect if you're just kind of in that, like, I have a roommate and I'm not quite ready we to buy, wanna, like, 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 my, nice my restoration yeah. hardware uh, furniture. Because um,
1: most likely we probably won't stay in this like same apartment more than this year. Yeah. So it's like we don't want to get crazy nice furniture that we're gonna have to like move around the city. It looks move nice around. though. We did like right, a little right.
0: mid century modern. But it's like
1: an easier investment than having to like buy one hundred crazy expensive furniture than having to move it. Yeah, because like rugs and couches are city. expensive. Oh my god. And yeah. ottomans are expensive. And this one's super or nice and cute.
0: And I'm so happy. So yeah, thank a you. A place to sit.
1: Casa One you guys are the best
0: so we have furniture and now we need some artwork and throw pillows (laughs) and a few other pieces and then we'll be able to invite all of you guys over um hopefully by Christmas time so (laughs) it's only taken us four months three months I know it's only taken us four months three months whatever um and that being said maybe we'll invite everybody from Geneva that's on Geneva in (gasps) LA oh my gosh yes I forgot we have our app We have our app. I know we've mentioned (laughs) it before, but but our Facebook groups are growing like crazy. We do eventually want to do a big meetup um, with all of our girlfriends and maybe guy friends. um, But girlfriends are priority here. And we are working with a company called Geneva. And it's essentially just a more organized way to have a group chat um, because the Facebook groups are a little chaotic. So join Geneva and we have the link, we'll have the link in the show notes, but um, the LA group specifically, if you guys want to chat. Yes. And the TikToks that I've been posting is like, I'm literally a, a crazy girl on TikTok apparently now. People think I'm psychotic based upon the tips that I'm giving. It's okay, I've been that for That being said, year. I feel like there are more share- stories that I want to share on there of crazy girl things, because we've all done crazy girl things. Nelu, what's the crazy girl thing that you've done behind the scenes? Um i wouldn't say like
1: this is like the craziest thing but like i figured out who a guy was talking to based on like who they followed on spotify because you're not gonna like if a guy's following a girl on spotify they're not just a friend like he's into her music that's that's next level like you're
0: sharing music interest and playlist
1: yeah you like each other so you figured that out like that's how how i found out who he was
0: talking to oh Mm mm-hmm um, that's I'm trying to think other like I just in passive aggressive when I my ex and I shared a Spotify well I gave him my Spotify I would make passive aggressive play playlist or play really sad songs when I knew he was on it
1: yeah <laughs> I don't but th- like I I'm trying to think like toxic st- I don't really <laughs> know what toxic stuff I've done that's like I'm trying to think like crazy.
0: I've found a guy's ex-girlfriend because I went to the his best friend's girlfriend's highlights mm. and looked through the highlights and then his dog was in one of her highlights with him tagged and another girl tagged and I was like, "Oh, well, there's the ex-girlfriend." That's not healthy.
1: I found a girl through <laughs> her story highlights. It's that's always how I, the story highlights you find figured, everything. Yes, that's how I figured out who was there the same week that I had been visiting that guy. Mm. And then I saw her story highlights, and I saw that she had been there the same exact time.
0: And you're like, while I had
1: been, talk like hanging out my friend's house, that same those same days she had posted. I kind of think they do it on purpose. The girls, yeah. I mean, I don't think she, I don't know if she would have even
0: known. I think she probably thought she was the only one too. I once got really close with a guy's doorman and convinced him to ask every girl if her name was Chloe when a different girl came over so he's like oh what's your Oi, name what guy in Chicago that I was like talking to I knew he was talking to other girls and I literally was like talking to the doorman and it's like just make sure you always ask if their name's Chloe like we're trying to get this locked down and so he like called me out on it he's like what did you say to the doorman because he's literally said ask girls if if her name's chloe oh. mm-hmm.
1: all right that's that's
0: and that's, that's our toxic tip for the day
1: i love that for us just kidding we... guys i've really
0: grown up i'm not that toxic anymore imagine i don't even think i would know how to be anymore such a, <laughs> such a good girl
1: such a good girl such a good girl the best gals
0: so that's the toxic thing that you've done that's it
1: no 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 that was just one no 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 no.
0: oh no no no. let's start over (laughs)
1: let me pull out my list no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no that was just one that was like top of head oh in other news
0: guys
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've officially started microdosing
0: oh you have
1: yeah but like only today i did yesterday (gasps) um oh my god yay and then i'll do it again oh wait no wait how did you find it you do one day on and two days off so i'll do my next one thursday um it's this t- instagram account called uh, schedule 35 i think or something and i don't know if i followed them and they dm'd me mm-hmm. and they like sent me their shit and i'm like i'm literally gonna just buy a bunch
0: do you so like it
1: i think i mean i've only done it one day so I don't, it wasn't like oh, i wasn't like tripping or anything like i didn't like notice yeah, it but that's kind feel? of like how you should be What? Well, I don't know if it's just, like... It definitely, like, made me more, like, focused that day. And I felt less anxious. Like, I felt, like, less anxious. I kind of have been... I don't know. I think I need to take it a few more days, though,
0: and see, really. Okay. So, come back to that. I also
1: took, like, a really lighter dose but we'll see how the micro dosing my main goal for it is I want it to help with my mental health issues just like anxiety and shit and then I also want it to help me with like creativity and just like focus for like work shit and just in general and
0: micro dosing is legal right in certain, in certain states, states I believe like California it is yes got yes, it yes I believe okay. so Okay. I don't know enough about it.
1: Oh, It's pretty much taking a tenth of any, like if you would take shrooms to trip, it's like a tenth of that. So you're not actually like hallucinating and tripping and it's um, supposed to kind of work in the background. So you're not supposed to really notice it, like, but you can take different milligrams and have the intensity be a little different but let's say those Mm -hmm. same pills that i have if i took like five of them then i would trip (laughs) which you can like a super dose versus Mm -hmm. a microdose so i think it's really cool and i'm very into so that's the
0: psilocybin right Mm -hmm. i don't know enough about it but i'm definitely intrigued i want to hear more um i've been just doing half of my because i was on off adderall for a few months and Again, I'm bruising my ego here, but I'm back on in a smaller dose, and I feel somewhat normal again. I hate being reliant on something, and I know I've really fought it. Um, but I noticed a huge dip in my productivity when I was off of it. I also went cold turkey, which is not healthy. But I found some nootropics that I did like to supplement, so I'm doing half nootropic, half Ad- Adderall. Yeah, and it's at least I don't feel as controlled as yeah. I did before um I get
1: that that was like I kind of was battling like that about do I need to get back on anxiety medication it was just so bad this Mm -hmm. past week that I was like is that what I need to do again but I'm really trying to avoid it I just can't I don't like being on medications like
0: that yeah I really hate it we don't be like to be reliant on anything no um so that being said but for some people if you need something to like I don't want to say boost. I'm going to phrase this correctly here. If you need something temporarily to help you, I think it's okay. If it's going to genuinely help you and not hurt you, you yeah. know? Um, and sometimes that's therapy, which I need to get back into. Yeah. Now that I'm, <laughs> and now that I'm
1: getting like, um, normal people health insurance, oh, I... Yeah. <laughs> Because my health insurance, I don't fucking know what it was. And I just didn't want to even get into it. But now that I'm getting normal health insurance, I need to find all my doctors again. Find all your doctors. I'm going to just go, like, ham on the doctors.
0: Big <laughs> okay. doctor girl over here. Big
1: doctor girl. I'm going to book my appointments, all that shit. Get healthy-ish. Um. You know what? The other thing about Scottsdale, so you guys know I haven't been hardcore partying as much. Scottsdale, I obviously partied hard, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I don't, like, that, it was, like, the anxiety I had following that party session was, like, horrible, and I just can't do it. No. Even, like, Delaney's in town visiting, and, like, we went out, and I was, like, I, in, I just, like, I can't drink like that anymore. It just is so, the next day, the next two days are so defeating for me that it's not worth it.
0: I get too hungover anymore. Like, I. I It's
1: not even the hangover it's just like my anxiety spikes like unreal yeah but like if I just chill have like a glass of wine or whatever like Take one that or any two day. drinks I can do it
0: but if it's like when I'm intensely parting I just the next day my anxiety is like well because like when we go out we're going out to drink it's not like we're going to dinner to have a glass of wine mm-hmm. which is like I think we did maybe more of that in Chicago, like going out to have a dinner. At least mm-hmm. like I used to. I don't go to dinners ever. I used to go to dinners all, all the, the time. time. And I loved that. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't mind drinking. If I'm social drinking throughout the week and I'm having a glass of wine yes. here and there, I feel totally fine. But it's like here, it's like you just go out and you get fucked up. And I'm like, this is not, I want just dinners.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> I actually did have a lot of people reach out when I, I think I posted like a TikTok about not drinking and shit and just like yeah. how it was affecting me. And there's like a lot of girls who are like I've been feeling the same way, and I think for anyone who might be feeling that way, I it's really hard to be in a social setting and not drink. Like I totally get that. I don't. I think it's very like I've gotten to my a point where I just. I'm very comfortable with not drinking when I'm in social settings, but I think it can be really hard for people. It's a crutch for a lot of people. And I think in those situations, like even just having any type of drink, like Mm -hmm. not necessarily alcohol, but like any drink in your hand, like get a a water in your hand. Yeah. Or like ask for a mocktail at the bar. Like, Mm -hmm. and like maybe you do need one, two drinks to like get you just like feeling like loose and comfortable, but then switch to like water. Yeah. Switch to non-alcohol and like, I don't know I just feel like having something in your hand makes a difference even for me like I rely on my and maybe this isn't healthy but like I'll I'll bring my weed pen out and that's like my equivalent of like drinking like I'll just hit the pen when I want to or if I'm like you
0: know that's my go-to instead but I don't feel shitty the next day so i think it's just having something in your hand at all times is like important because yeah. if not people will just automatically feed you drinks i'm yes. like who is watching whether i have a, a drink in my hand yeah. but for whatever reason they're always just feeding me drinks or people and I'm will like, hand no. me shots
1: i'll just toss it i will literally. literally toss it i don't feel guilty anymore if i'm at the bar with people and they're ordering drinks i'll just order like a water with like a lemon or lime i don't mm-hmm. care
0: but i have a hard time going out like i want to go be social and not drink but it's hard for me to go out and do that it's like well I don't even want to get ready and like go out and be social which is such a poor attitude to have but I need to just be okay like hey I'm gonna drink water hey I'm gonna drink Mm -hmm. you know this drink instead yeah Um, I don't know I'm just really over the club thing too. I'm just really, especially with my boot. Oh my God, guys, I'm still in a fucking boot. (laughs) One more week, right? Or two? Two more weeks. And then I have to do some PT, but I can kind of walk on it. I just can't. I'm still in the boot. And so it's kind of like a conversation everywhere we go. I'm like, it is impossible. When I was leaving Scottsdale, I'm like, okay, I have two shoes that I have to pack total (laughs) because I can't wear heels. Honestly, kind of nice. (laughs) Like it was, it has its advantages because I can cut all of the lines everywhere I go, but it has its disadvantages because then you're like really limited the cute outfit options Um, which kind of sucks but that's okay let's talk about boundaries setting your boundaries if we're talking about what happened this past week in general or the last two weeks I will say outside of my bruised ego I have done a phenomenal job at setting boundaries and protecting myself at all cost of Mm -hmm. feeling okay saying no feeling okay, setting those boundaries. So maybe I did feel like, shit, why did I make that trip? But then when I was asked to do something that was outside my boundaries, you know, whether that was, hey, show up at somewhere at 10 o'clock at night. No one wants to show up anywhere at 10 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. Let alone on a Sunday night and somewhere where you're not ready. And it's okay to say, hey, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, or if someone comes into your life that like, You know maybe you had a friend falling out or maybe you know you're trying to mend an old relationship friendship whatever it is you don't have to fully allow and forgive them right away you don't need to fully let them in right away and you can communicate that you need boundaries and i feel very happy that i did that um because i think that's something a lot of people are feeling right now, whether it's like being in a relationship or their ex coming back or a old girlfriend kind of coming back into their life because they have mutuals or you don't have to fully forgive them right now. They can you know, because you know what that impact could be on your emotions. If you have a falling out with a girlfriend and then they come back into your life and they're right there and they're in your friend group, like that could be really upsetting. Mm -hmm. So, um I'm not saying that has that's my situation, but I'm saying like it's okay to kind of respect those boundaries and not feel guilty for not necessarily forgiving them all the way, so yeah, I will say that that went over well. a conversation that I had with someone, and I set my boundaries, and I'm like, listen, this is where we're gonna start here yeah we're gonna we're gonna slowly inch our way back into a friendship, and then see what happens, so setting boundaries is healthy. I mean, I think you're pretty good at setting boundaries as far as communicating how you feel,
1: yeah, I think I just i in in a selfish way like I'm just good about putting my needs first a lot of the time because like I just know that's how I have to function for the most part and put it like I can't worry about what other people are doing anymore yeah it's just I can't I don't have it in me I just I have to get myself through the day right I can't worry about what everyone else is doing or what they need or whatever until I'm good and solid and like you know when you're dealing with like mental health shit it's like hard to really kind of I don't know I think I have to set that boundary of like okay I need to make sure I'm good before I'm doing all these things for other people all the time right. which I think is why I'm able to say no or I mean I guess I say yes a lot of times but I guess I do it based on what I actually want to do
0: yeah whereas I'm very I don't want to say too empathetic but too nurturing of yeah. other people often when they need me i'm i'm immediately there yeah and which i think
1: is fine to like when it's something of needing like if someone really needs something right um, but there's course. a time where people take but advantage of yes that. 100%. and they're like, it's I like i
0: know chloe will be there so i'm going to continue to go back yeah. we have friends that come to us only when they want something or need something yeah. and we're like okay i'm learning boundaries sorry just sharing some of my small wins this week <laughs> um with you guys not that anybody cares but thanks for listening
1: I think setting boundaries. All right. So this week, um, everyone set your boundaries, practice whatever that needs to be, and don't feel guilty for setting your boundaries. It's necessary for you to be happy. All right. We've been on and off with this little segment, but
0: we'll bring it back. Sips yeah. and dips of the week. Chloe, do you have your sips and dips? You know, usually I would never talk about TV shows because this is not a pop culture podcast, but or a Netflix review session but oh, okay. I will say one show a, a sip or a dip my dip would be TV shows I don't think I never watch anything I unless don't it's like I
1: don't even, like yeah. a
0: documentary or something yeah. that I can like actually learn from sometime it's entertainment but it's very rare that I just turn on the TV And so my sip would be the show that's called Ordinary Joe and it's kind of messed with my head a little bit and maybe that's why I have this thinking of potential lately. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's on Hulu and it essentially maps out this guy's life in three different ways. If he were to take three different routes with the same people in his life in a similar path, like the key life experiences are all still there, like marriage, kids, Mm -hmm. career, whatever but they're all portrayed differently and it is really fucking with me um because then I think of my life of like well what if I went here like what if I wouldn't have moved to LA oh my
1: god all the time I think about that shit
0: like do you, do you think about like map about what your life like, like okay what great if I, I would have
1: here yeah which
0: I never want to wonder what if that's why I always say do things that are uncomfortable experience things that are outside yeah. your comfort zone and like moving to LA was so outside so my comfort zone but then I'm like did I make the right decision did I am I doing what I actually want to do right now and am I am I with the person I want to be with yes I'm with <laughs> you better be I guess I'm, da- I'm dating Nilu. so um <laughs> but you know what I mean it's like yeah. what if I would have moved to New York what if I yeah. would have never left Indiana like what if I would have been dating the guy I went to college with like it's just wild to think about you have your your life mapped out in your head a lot of times and how once if i were to look back five years my life is so different yeah and so this show is fully messing with my head because there are pros and cons of each route you go
1: i think i so i think that everything happens the way it's meant to be happening i really do i I think that like the decisions we make there's all a reason for it yeah speaking of shows i tried to watch dose life and i can't watch it
0: why it's too just dark. too triggering too triggering so okay. triggering okay so
1: i don't guys i don't own any subscription shows at all i literally bought hulu just for this show dose life it's about the opiate crisis um specifically like oxycontin and just the effects that it's had and the history of it and it's so wild to me and it it's honestly been like it makes me almost like angry watching it because i like never really understood the history of like how it even got to market and so watching it i'm like it just blows my mind that this drug was even allowed to ever be prescribed to so many people and so since if for you for those of you guys who don't know it's a drug that i had been on in the past and um it's just very addictive and Watching like the history of it has been like upsetting, and then also like watching the main character go through it, I am starting to like see shit that I didn't even realize at the time that I had been dealing with, or that had been eff- how it, that drug had been affecting me at the time. Mm-hmm. And so like I just had to. I think I was on episode like two, and I just had to stop.
0: It's too hard to watch.
1: But I really want to watch it because I'm like curious, but I like also don't want to watch it because it's like it
0: literally upsets me. Maybe maybe you can watch it on a later date. Not, I know, not necessarily right now. Yeah. But it is scary because we don't really know, you know, when you get prescribed something like you don't, you know, it's here to help you, but you don't know what is going to do to hurt you. I
1: like, I think back to when my doctor and I had talked about it and he literally was saying to me, like, this is a horrible drug. I would rather you not be on it. And but yet still there, he was refilling my prescription, knowing how bad it was, knowing that he didn't really want me to be on it. And at that time, like weed wasn't really legal and I was in Ohio. So like medical marijuana, I hadn't received My card yet but he was like I told him I was smoking weed he's like I would rather you do that than be like on this medication yet still he was like prescribing me this medication that he fully knew was bad
0: was it because he was getting a paycheck at the end
1: of the day I don't I mean so the way that like the it's just big pharma like pushes it like Mm -hmm. you know sales reps push it so like I don't know what their what the benefit was I'm sure there's like some
0: twisted shit that like but it was just like, why are they... Why? Um, that is trigger. I mean, that in itself is like yeah. triggering for anybody who's ever been on a medication that like, why would you prescribe something? You're here to help me. Why would you prescribe something that's going to hurt me long term? Now, yeah. it's going to be a quick fix. But you're telling me right now, it's it's not good for you. Yeah. Um, it was
1: so easy. Like, it was so easy to
0: get. Like That's scary. So. I've n- never... I'm allergic to everything so I I mean my sorry this is completely not it's related but it's not as extreme but my psychiatrist in Chicago would prescribe me things yeah and I mean I was on Adderall I was on Adderall XR20 for several years started working out like really hardcore CrossFit yeah (laughs) it was CrossFit bro But like your body, when you start to gain that much, have that much muscle, you have less fat. And so the the drug that you take goes through your bloodstream faster and gets to your brain faster. And so you almost are like overdosed with the amount. So we had slowly gone from 20 to 25 to 30. And then on top of that, I was working out like a fiend. And so, I mean, I was a size 23, 24 gene. Yeah. Which is like frightening for somebody that's my height. Like I was scary. I was losing my hair, chunks of hair. And I had dark circles under my eyes. And I, I remember being like, I feel so anxious. And he's like, okay, it's because the you're gaining muscle now and you're working out a lot more. We need to like bump you down a little bit. Yeah. But he would prescribe me IR. And I was like, IRs. I don't Instant so release? XR is is uh, extended release, which is kind of like a long game. It lasts for twelve hours, and it you're just you go up and you kind of plateau, and you're really level throughout okay, the day, and then, and then you slowly
1: is like all the instant release.
0: Once. You are on a roller coaster. That's you're what like, it took that one. Day. Let's fucking buckle up. I do not recommend. IR for anyone, it is honestly the worst, and that is what like everybody uses in college. It's like the footballs that you can like break up, whatever. I never took it in college. I never took it until I was prescribed, which is kind of wild. I think because Annie just like scared the shit out of me if I did anything bad and I'm (laughs) so thankful for it. Um and so like the IR, he would prescribe me and I was I would tell the pharmacy I'm like, I don't I don't want that. I only want XR. Like that is the only thing that does anything good for me. Not the IR. Yeah. Because he would say, well, it would push you until the end of the day. And don't get me wrong. Like, in the beginning, it was totally fine. But it's like, why are you... It's why not are a you pushing this? I don't need to, that. Like, it's
1: not a long-term solution. It's no. just, like, masking the problem. Rather than actually, like, solving it.
0: Also, it just... Nothing good comes from the IR. Other than, like, yes, your focus. If you genuinely need Adderall the best way he described it's like when everybody takes Adderall and they're like hyper and crazy and yeah. whatever that means they don't need it if people are at a certain level and then you're essentially like you. below the level of yeah. normal then it'll kind of or above like I was above the hyper level so it calmed me down it makes me really calm um, um but yeah I just don't understand why people push that because it is so addictive like yeah it's wild so
1: I don't yeah that being said there
0: are specialists out there if anybody does need them we're not specialists but I I know there are there there are specialists that like that we have I've even seen here like in LA they have specialists if you're trying to get off of Adderall and they'll slowly like walk you through that process to like get off of it um so if that's something that you guys need like there you go
1: anyways so those are like sips and dips i don't really have any sips and dips this week i'm too numb this week (laughs) i am (laughs) too numb my dip is having crippling anxiety all week long my sip is that i'm on the up and i am
0: finally coming out of that i think also uh, doing like things that we're trying to find things that are bringing out our creative juices like the podcast has always been a fun creative platform Mm -hmm. for us and i think we've kind of been like oh we don't have anything to talk about which we do we have great stories we have great advice we want to talk to you guys want to build community. But we're not like actively maybe as dating as much as we were. I'm not getting
1: blacked out every weekend
0: having and fucked sharing up those stories. Yeah,
1: um, but I will try and get other content for re- you.
0: <laughs> but like doing <laughs> TikToks you and things like that, we're just trying to find so like yeah, find a creative platform that's going to bring you out of your rut. I think that's definitely helped. That's helped me this week. Love that. Welcome to Toxic Talk, Talk.
1: Um. All right, let's wrap up. Because I have to get ready and go to an underground rave <laughs> blind tiger. Just okay. kidding. It's not as underground anymore. But um, okay. <laughs> so as always, you guys know the drill. Follow us on TikTok at One Drink On Instagram at OneDrink.in. And then obviously hit up me and Chloe too.
0: We love you guys. Okay. Chat soon. Bye. Yeah, that's what I said.